This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Okay, today is <laughs> National Fart Day. <laughs> it wasn't a fart. That was a shite. <laughs> um, all right, so uh January 7th is specifically known as National Pass Gas Day, but uh, Fart Out Loud Day, July 31st, that's another one. This is just National Fart Day. Beautiful. Yeah. For centuries before etiquette was established, farting was considered normal. Cultures differ across countries, and every nation has its set of norms and traditions, but somehow a globalized system of etiquette was created with which everyone is familiar. Farting is one such example. Thank you. A uh, Greek historian revealed that one man's fart led to the downfall of King as an Apris in yeah. Egypt, 569 B.C. What a year. When a mutiny arose within his army, he sent <laughs> oh, General man. Amasis to quell it. Instead, the rebels crowned Amasis king. Because <laughs> what? He dropped a heavy. <laughs> Causing, you're not even listening. I am. What is wrong with you? You got, I don't know, I'm punchy. Causing uh, at priests, I think, to send his advisor, Parabemus, next. Amasis' response was a fart, which he told Parabemus to deliver to a priest. So he was like, deliver, he buttercupped him. deliver this fart. <laughs> Your smell yep. is. Yep. More than a little offended upon receiving the message. <laughs> so wait, did the messenger come back like 300 style? Yeah. Just walk up to him and this is a message from him. Yeah. <laughs> So he ordered the messenger's nose and ears to be chopped off. What? Yeah. I killed the messenger. That's always happened. I'm not delivering messages. No. Ever. No. God dang it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the hell? That sucks. Talking about farts leading to major conflicts, according to the Jewish War, written by Josephus. During a Passover celebration in 44 B.C., a Roman soldier exposed his naked backside, backside farted, and spoke some inappropriate words to a group oh. of Jews who reacted by stoning all the soldiers in sight. <laughs> Jeez. That was a naked fart. The soldiers called back up, and before long, a riot had broken, which did not end well for the, like, 10,000 people that died, all from a fart. So fart's been... Yeah. Causing problems since the before time. Farting could even have played a part in an event uh, as historical as World War II. Medical reports reveal that Adolf Hitler suffered from uncontrollable farting and cramps. <laughs> caused by his long-term vegetarianism. Is that true? In 1936, Berlin doctor Theodor Morell uh, prescribed Dr. Koster's anti-gas pills containing strychnine. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And atropine in small amounts. These poisons could call, cause edginess, insomnia, and emotional dysfunction. And well, by 1941, Hitler was reportedly taking about 150 pills a week. The adverse side effects of this drug weren't discovered until six months before his suicide in 1945. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I looked this up at Google. People also ask do, do celebrities pass gas? Oh, my God. You know what? That's how I know. When it's the Google search recommendations that come up, and I'm always like, I'm just disappointed in what people are looking up. You know? Yeah, that's one of them. How do you get rid of a fart smell in a room? What is a wet fart called? That's a shart. That's a shart. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Where is? Hold on. Hold, please. 
Is it in there? Amgee got me. Shirt wash. Shirt wash? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's this, you guys, you've, you've got to get this for the, the person in your life that you think is special. There's Dutch oven kits. So if you go to DutchOvenKits.com, uh, you'll see. So there's a fart blanket. Uh, and then it comes with fart recipes, different things you can do, the Dutch oven and everything else, right? But that what also comes with it is a shirt wash, and it's handmade soap. And then there's, like, wipes and whatever. But there's um, a coffee, cold brew coffee soap that's in there, and then there was another one. It like was, like, stank ha- Hawaiian puau. Oh, boy. They got uh, stank away hand-poured soy wax candles. That's nice. So I highly recommend the next gift you have to give, which we, I mean, we are approaching Valentine's Day, but uh, DutchOvenKits.com. That's a free plug. (laughs) They're sold out of the Dutch Oven Kit boxes, but they have fleece blankets. Yeah, I got the blanket and and then the kit. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The blanket's really soft. I haven't tried to trap a fart in it yet. Oh, dude. So I was waiting for the special occasion with my lovely lady. <laughs> Black hole scrub, bare butt oatmeal milk honey <laughs> scrub, yeah. skid mark, which is aloe and charcoal. <laughs> yeah, Hawaii papu, lavender lemongrass. <laughs> that one didn't. Oh, charterita. <laughs> Pumpkin weiss charte. There you go. Elf farts, cold brew coffee scrub, yeah. and shards ahoy. Sharts Mm-hmm. Okay, so get in on that, man. DutchOvenKids.com. Highly recommend it. Um, and celebrate National Fart Day by uh, farting on someone. Why not? Oh, yeah, give it a... Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. This is a terribly sad day. Tell me about it. One of my favorite. He's been in so many great movies, including Happy Gilmore, Predator. Predator. And he was Action Jackson. Unfortunately, Carl Weathers has died. Yeah. Oh. It's okay. Shut up, Happy. Don't feel bad about me. I got my hand back, see? We've only just begun to live White lace and promises A kiss for luck and we're on our Yeah, he died in his sleep is what uh, his family a statement said. He died peacefully in his sleep. Uh, didn't give a cause to why or say where he died. But said uh, he's been had a long and varied acting career that took him far beyond the boxing ring, you know, because he was Apollo Creed. That's the other one I forgot to mention. Uh, he had displayed his range over Rocky. 80. Rocky. Yep. Um, he had range over 80 films and television credits. Uh, he parodied himself as a coach in several of his episodes of Arrested Development. Um he was the voice of a, some car to combat Carl. I don't know if you know what that is. Toy Story 4. You remember I, that? No, I didn't watch Toy that? Story 4. 
and he was also in the state. He was in the Mandalorian. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. This is terrible. How so, yeah. old was he? <clears throat> Seventy-six. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's. Well, what, I mean, yeah, I guess that's life expectancy. Yeah, but he's. However, you know he's what shredded, I learned? Though. I learned that wealthy people live an average of ten years longer than non-wealthy people. Well, yeah, they get the first of the the you know all the medical things and you know they're going to try to take care of them better than your average person that was part of it but also part of it was less stress oh yeah i suppose but i did learn too so i'm listening to this amazing book that has like 80 years of of data and it's an ongoing study it's long it's this long-term study of all these different people and it's like multi-generational blah 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 and uh it's basically, it's called The Good Life. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so in it, it found that once your basic needs are covered, you know, like whatever. Shelter, food, and all those. Right. And like maybe able to do something mm-hmm. nice every now and then, whatever. Once like the, and you're not super stressing about bills. Mm-hmm. Once you're at that level, having more money than that doesn't matter. Right. Because it just comes with different stressors. Mm-hmm. So, like, once you're at that comfort, I'm I'm kind I'm I'm mostly comfortable. Where you don't have, you, I always say this, and it's funny because Joe Rogan had once said it. It was, I feel I feel like success when he felt like he was successful is when he would go to a restaurant and he'd buy for people and not worry about the bill. Yeah. So or worry about what he had to buy when he was going to a restaurant. Right. He's like, well, I don't, you know, you can go there and feel comfortable. You don't have to worry. Because I remember the days I'd be like, oh, man, I don't think I can afford that place. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks. But even, right, but even at that level where you're like, I don't know that I can afford that place, if you can still have food in your house and stuff sure. and go out to eat occasionally somewhere, maybe it's not at the, at L'Etoile, but <laughs> you're, you're not. When you can upgrade to Jimmy John's. Right. No. <laughs> the amount of money you have doesn't, if you add on to that, it doesn't add more happiness to Right. You. In fact, like you and said, your overall some more stressors because you got people trying to take you, you and you don't stressors. know who your true friends are, you know? Uh, yeah, and it's even different than that. But I, I highly recommend that book. Let me look up the authors for all y'all. Well, while you're doing that, Carl Weathers, he, the whole thing that happened, he had a FanDuel Super Bowl ad that he had to be adjusted because he passed away. So there was that, you know, the, um, the online sports gambling platform uh, FanDuel had to release a sneak peek in January of their ad. And it starred Rob Gronkowski, the tight end, uh, and he featured a cameo of the Rocky star, you know, Carl Weathers. So they had to completely do the Super Bowl ad. Why? Do it because he was in it, and apparently for some reason they had to adjust it because of his passing. Don't know why. So now dead people can't be in commercials. Uh, you know, deeply saddened to learn the passing Carl Weathers. FanDuel reported. Uh, throughout his life, he was an iconic, talented. Yeah, they're just talking about him. They said that uh, was fortunate to have an opportunity to work with him in the Super Bowl ad. We're adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect to the family due to their time of grief. So they're not going to have it shown. I would think you would be good to have him out there. Right. I don't know. Apparently, they just maybe the now it just was... feels like they're glomming on to the fact that he died, and this is a way to get our name out more. Maybe that's probably FanDuel. You know, I wouldn't doubt a gambling platform. You know, was looking for money. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, the That book I was talking about, The mm-hmm. Good Life. Yep. Uh, it's by Robert Waldinger. 
MD, and then there's another one. But uh, yeah, it's called The Good Life. Lessons from the World's Longest Scientific Study of Happiness. It's fantastic. That's the one. Is that what? That's not the one you sent to me. It is the oh, one. Yeah, I sent okay. To yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm recommending it to everybody. It's fascinating. Yeah. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> they go. They do like. They could do deep dives on the, some of the people that were in the study to help illustrate the findings. You know, and it's wild. So then you kind of get hooked on like the story of you know the person too. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's true. I mean, money doesn't always bring you happiness. It just makes things easier. I know. And there's and the weird thing and it's what it's how we're wired. It's it's fine. You're but you're to try and live in current happiness, you have to basically kind of undo our wiring a little bit and make a conscious effort mm-hmm. of how you look at things because we're we have this idea that we have different markers. Right. Once I hit this, then I'll be happy. Yep. Once I do this, then I'll be happy. And you'll never get that and because you'll you always just it. flop it to something else. That's right. 100%. Yep. We ha- it's really hard for humans to live, t- to see outside of where they're at. At that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's 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 really, it's a good book. It really I watch is. some of those things where I see people mm-hmm. that are, you know, less fortunate. They don't, you know, they can't walk or they have something, some sort of ailment or something yeah. like that. And that makes me go, you know, you you think you got it bad because you got to replace the flooring downstairs. I mean, look right. at them. Yeah. You know, they can be, that's, you got to put things into perspective. And that's what I, I'm like, and you think up. you have it bad? Look at the size of Lance's head. Dude, it's like I'm walking around like a pet boy. You know, <laughs> what is that gumball? That one mayor or whatever? That's the big round head. Yeah. <laughs> that cartoon is that what it is? I love that cartoon. Is that what is that dude's name? I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Uh, we should probably do. Yeah, send him. The that sucks. Dude. Morning show salute. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, doctor. He's dead, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Captain. He'll die, Jim. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Dead. The man is dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead, sir. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. He's dead, Jim. That man's dead back there. She's dead. He's dead. He must be dead. He was worse than dead. His brain is gone. Captain is dead. He's dead, Captain. He's dead, Jim. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Very dead, Mr. Spock. Let her go, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. All right. uh, Have you ever had any unwanted um, critters in your house? Oh, yeah. Bats and stuff. What do you have? No, I've had, but usually it's spiders and stuff like that. Because now, right now, they have, it's where we're at. It's just spiders everywhere. Every time you reach somewhere. And they're those big puppies, you know, wolf spiders. Yeah. So I had it in a bag once. It was in a, like an old thrown out, the, um, you know, fast food bag. Okay. And that thing was in there and you could hear it. Just running around trying to get out. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I was smashing that what thing. What the hell? Yeah, it was like. Why are you such a baby? Why are you smashing it? 
Because they bite. If it was a different spider, I'd be fine. But wolf spiders are assholes. Put them outside. I, well, in the cold? Yeah, and then it can figure it out from there. <laughs> so let it freeze to death. It's better than smashing it. Would you rather Why a quick death? Why are you death? smashing it? Well, you should see what I did to the baby deer. Oh, my no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're a baby. You're a big what are you, baby. What are you worried about spiders for? There's thousands upon thousands no, of hundreds isn't. of them. That's not true. We're run, dude. We are killing too many insects. It's gonna foobar us. No, I won't be here. So, so yeah, I'm keep throwing them goddamn <laughs> pesticides on everything. Twat, you don't waffles. think those K cups and all that stuff's gonna be a problem? It's all a problem. Well, then there you it's go. It's one hundred percent all a problem. See, doesn't mean you need to be going around killing spiders. They're spiders, good. and then I I killed dandelions and yeah. I don't even know why I'm friends with you. Clearly, we have a different moral code. Anyway. Just. Son of a bitch. Uh, deer crashed through the window of a Texas woman's home and spent 24 hours inside just having a damn party. Um, trashing the place. Trashed. Uh, here is the homeowner, Courtney Hawk. How oh, interesting. Uh, talking about her finding her house just friggin' trashed. I opened the door and just about 15 feet in front of me was a deer just staring at me. And we just stared at each other for probably 15, 30 seconds because I had no idea how to even process the fact that there was a deer standing in my kitchen. All my belongings were spread out everywhere. He managed to turn on the sink. And don't, so all of my belongings got wiped off the counter into the sink and the water was running over them. Um, he managed to also turn on my hairdryer. Almost felt like maybe I need to go play the lottery because what are the, the odds that, you know, that would even happen? He was busy. Came through. Oh, yeah. Like the Kool-Aid man. He like washed his hair and dried it. It's nice. They tranked him. Took him out of the house safely. Safely. Yeah. Should have like, just, just thrown a bag it. over his head and beaten it to death. Jesus Christ. Your love of animals is way too much right there. Jesus For Christ. For a spider, mm. it's a, dude, we have plenty. I, don't even wanna, <laughs> I, don't, I can't even look at you anymore. So here's the other thing. That deer thing jumping through is, is more common than you think. Like, okay. Just like a few days before this, it happened in another home. This was in Brandon, Mississippi. Yeah. They holiday, it was over the holidays. Jumped in, broke through the window, and wrecked the home. <laughs> started going ape snit. Smashing stuff, kicking over, just like in That's the. What you get for having a big giant window. Yeah, no kidding. Well, some of them will like walk into the the door, like if they left it open or they were just doing something. You know, you leave it in the summertime yeah. and stuff like that. There's another story like that. They just left it and the, walked in. I don't know why it couldn't find its way out like a fly, but it couldn't. And then they started, get freaked out. It started smashing, <laughs> jumping on the couch. They and get freaked the- out, and then their little their little hooves can't get traction on the. Stupid hardwood floors and all that. And so they get scared because they're slipping everywhere. <laughs> and it looks like Poor Tommy things. Boy where he's trying to get out of the car. Yeah. I wonder, so I wish I could call my insurance lady, Colleen Frenzel. Get a hold of her. World's oh, yeah. greatest freaking insurance agent. Did you go, Did you call her? Not yet because I still have my, I just you got, I just got asshole. done. asshole. I'm trying to get a $25 call for <laughs> gift card. <laughs> well, thanks for looking out for my deductible. Like taxes, everything already went up freaking God knows how much. I know. Uh, anyway, I wish I could call Colleen and be like, hey, what would have happened if a deer jumped in my house? 
It's the same as like a car, I'm assuming, because yeah. if you hit a car, you know, they, they don't have it. It's not at fault. So, I mean, it's the act of God, as they call it. Yeah. So I would assume the same thing for a, a deer busting through your window. I wonder if I can... Well, it's an insurance company, so they'll try to find a way out of it. They'll yeah, have Colleen, claims deniers. Colleen tries to figure it out for Well, you. her, maybe. She's got your back, dude. It's because she has to fight her own company. Well, there are five, <laughs> five stars on the Google machine. Ooh. Yeah. That's right. The world's greatest insurance agent. Anyway. All that for Culver's, huh? Yeah. I get it. I know. Well, I get it. And my friend just signed on with her, and I'm ready to be like, Colleen, where's my $25 gift card? Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with $50 at Culver's? I'm going to give them out for presents. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then I don't have to buy gifts for anybody. I want to say something, and I'll save it for off. <laughs> I'm going to give it to that kid of mine who refuses to find a job. I'm like, you want to eat? No, I shouldn't give them to him. <laughs> Uh, I decided to move into a more expensive room. <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. This is the best. So, <laughs> uh, this is only part of it because I can't share all of it on the air because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. So my kid calls me. <laughs> no, he doesn't even call me. No, so, it's a text. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, this is like two weeks ago. Oh, my God. They just got back into school, which, by the way, five weeks for winter break is entirely too long. Of course. Just ask any parent. It's just the teachers that don't want to go back. I know. I want more vacation. Right. I get it. Sounds like Johnny. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So, anyway, my kid gets back to school, and I'm texting him. It's like the second day he's back on campus. And I texted him in the morning. And he said, good morning. And then I asked him a question. And then it was like radio silence. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so then like three hours later, I was like, hello, nothing. And then like, uh, whatever, a couple hours later, I was like, dude, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And he's like, sorry, I was really busy. Everything's a mystery with him, too. Like, you have to like milk it out of him, right? So I was like, we're busy? What were we busy doing? And he's like, oh, I moved rooms. And I was like, <laughs> did something happen? And he goes, no, I just thought, you know, having my own room would be nice. I don't mind paying the extra money. (laughs) I'm the one paying the extra money, not him. I don't mind. (laughs) No, 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 I don't mind. It's all good. I was like, oh, well, I'm glad you don't mind. Good for you. Uh, When are you getting that job? God, I am telling you. Oh. It's fine. It's fine. This is. There's a few things at work here. One of them is I know that I am not the only parent dealing with a frustrating college student. It seems to be everybody with a 19-year-old. Secondly, I know this is all normal part of that aging, like that part of their development. It's all normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're... You as a parent, you're just there to provide money Mm -hmm. and food and transportation. The friends are doing the rest of the stuff. That's what they need for their social development and their emotional development. This is you are you are just there to provide the necessary means to be alive, basically. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. 
you offer guidance, but don't be controlling. And trust me, I've learned that because all the guidance I offer just goes in one ear and out the other. And if anything, he just does the exact opposite of what I have advised. <laughs> and that's always fun. He just needs discomfort. It'll, that'll change. Yeah. Discomfort changes. Right. I know. I know. There's... I can't believe why did you, why did you get me started on this? And then I'm like, okay, this is clearly an exercise in something. I'm trying utility. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go lay on the belt line. Okay, uh, anyway, uh, that's enough of that. If you have a college kid and you're going through a similar thing, just know you're not alone. And I know it's brutal as you watch the things play out exactly like you knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And you just got to let them go through it on their own and learn that way because that's how we all learn. Yep. It's fine. It's just you got to learn by doing. You can't just in the in you know if you could teach them to you know learn from other people's mistakes, that's great, but. But just rest assured, he's comfortable in his solo room that he doesn't mind <laughs> me paying more for. God damn it. <laughs> I'm good. No worries. I got it. Buy on somebody. I'm buying. Yeah. It's on somebody like else's he, car. Yeah. When he door dashed for everybody at the school. Yeah, he needs to have his oh, own. I saw you had a $25 credit. I thought, you know, I'd buy other people lunch. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. So, it's not only National Fart Day. Um... <laughs> Thank you. It is National Shower with a Friend Day. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, there's a shower downstairs, Lance. <laughs> Let's go. <So. laughs> Let's get sudsy. <laughs> well, I think I know why you're coming over. And I'm not a rude guy, but you got an older. Bring some soap, yeah, bring some soap, baby On the rope, don't slip and fall over In the tub, my nose isn't broken Bring some soap You know What a weird day Yeah, I mean The uh, fact, I've showered with every single partner I've ever had And then the um, I've also had to do it in the military. You know, you just basically showering with other dudes. Like the first time when you go into basic training, it's funny because they they're there to try to get you, you know, scared and everybody. They're shaving your head and everything. You come off the bus, they're separating you, screaming at you right out the gate. They get you into the uh, the day area. They have you take a shower before you go to bed as they're screaming at you the entire time. Yeah, you know. And it's funny because they're yelling to try to get you to move as fast as possible. So there's dudes naked, slipping around, almost crying. And then, like, they're trying to shave and they're cutting half their face off and you barely get any water because they run you through, like, a, 
You yeah, know? Like, like a, a mill. At first, they do that just out of the gate, just to shock you. You know, get you all stressed out. People wanting to go home. I want to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Do Send they- Avery through that. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, that's the only time I've had to shower with other dudes. And then, then you're sitting there talking to them, and you're not meat gazing or nothing. You're just standing there and showering. And is it more awkward if you don't talk? Um, no, people just, after a while, you don't even care. Yeah. You're dumping in front of, cause you know, I mean, when you go over to, before they had dorms over in Saudi, they had, you know, these just giant rooms that had a bunch of toilets that you would have to go in and scrape, but you'd sit right next to somebody, you know, you didn't care. Yeah. After a while, that's why, you know, a lot of those dudes will end up, they just don't, they'll walk around naked in front of each other. They don't give a crap. They'll do twirly birds. With their ding dong, <laughs> start smacking each other in the That's ding. Good, all right. <laughs> yep. So no, it's not. I mean, you get used to it. Yeah. But yeah, at first you're mm-hmm. just like kind of nervous, and everybody's grabbing their junk, running around, you know, mm-hmm. keeping it all hidden away. Then pretty soon you're just like flopping it around. Right. You have to you get know. to know each other. You shower with every single. <sighs> do you remember the last? Did you used to take showers with Avery? When he was the little kid? No. Never did? Mm-mm. Nope. So I, yeah, I mean, that was my, my kid, and he was just, you know, we would shower every, you know, until, I forgot what age he was. Yeah. He was pretty young, though. Well, he, it was a sensory thing with the shower for a bit. It was all baths. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auditory. I get it. I have weird sounds I can't <clears throat> hear either that He doesn't like me. that. He didn't. Now he does. You know, once they turn a teenager, then their showers become 45 minutes, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of knuckle shuffling going on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shower with a friend. I suppose that includes a significant other. I can't imagine, like, like... Picking one of you assholes out of the lineup and being like, all right, let's let's go. go. (laughs) Hey, dude, you need me to shave your legs? Why don't you spread those butt cheeks? I'll get that butthole too. Come on. That's what friends do. We're just in there talking about normal stuff. Your tits are in the way. Move over. You're hogging all the hot water. Freezing over here. Yeah, I have. So I've got one of those shower heads that has it's the normal shower head that comes down like mm-hmm. the rain pouring thing. And then there's also the detachable one. Yep, that's what I got. And you can run them both at the same time, yep. which is nice Yeah, when you're showering with your significant other because then one person gets, they're still warm while the other one's getting the pressure a little bit more. Right, totally. Because that's always the big ish with showering with your significant other is who's yep. ever underneath the shower head is the only one staying warm. Like you're out there. Your butt cheeks are cold. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep keep turning around. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get those ones where they have two coming from each side. Yeah. You know? Totally. That'd be great. I know. You know, and never have to use a shower curtain again. You know? I like those ones that are open. You walk in and they just, you know, it's like almost like a locker room. Right. Yeah. Those are cool. Those walk in showers where it has, I'm going to call Mike from Edge. Yep. 636 Edge, dude. Get on it. It's o- there's only two national days today. It was National Shower with a Friend Day, which is very, very weird, and uh, National Weather Person's Day. Well, and National Fart Day. 
Oh, yeah. So if you could, if you have a weatherman friend, you can shower with him and then fart in the shower, and you have everything covered. Farting in a shower is terrible because you're, like, you're dirtying you back up, and you're just idiot, you know? And the, all, yeah. the, the mist makes it worse. Yeah, oh. For sure. Best part about showering is being all slippery, like a little seal in there. Oh, yeah, nice. especially if you have a lot of uh, uh, salt. You know, and you're, you know, you softening salt, and oh, then you dude, get all smooth. Nice. Yeah, you can almost rub one out with no lube. <laughs> there we are, getting to know land. Well, it's it's slippery. Um. Okay. Uh. We now we had the story a few weeks ago about the radio station in Oklahoma that went off the air, um, because the thieves cut down the broadcast tower to get the copper. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, on <clears throat> Friday, a radio station in Alabama, uh, WJLX, announced <laughs> that someone had stolen an entire 200-foot steel tower. Like, it's gone without a trace. Huh? According to a Facebook post, the station owner said that a uh, building was vandalized. Every piece of equipment was stolen out of it, and they cut the wires to the tower, downed it, and took it from the property. The owner doesn't mention anything about surveillance, only that the police are investigating, but I feel like you would know if your buddy brought home a 200-foot radio tower. <laughs> How did they get that out of there? <laughs> what, do they have a flatbed or what? Um, yeah, it's a federal crime to tamper with a federally licensed facility, so you need to not... Am I, am I hearing that right? They took the whole tower. 200-foot tower is gone. How is it? How? <laughs> what? No idea. Aliens. And you know what? Again, whenever we have these stories, I'm like, I feel like getting a job would be easier. But <laughs> moving a 200 foot tower? Yeah. Okay. How? How is that even? I don't know. I mean, they had. Well, obviously, don't you think they had to like cut it up? Well, they had to have. So, you can't be hauling 200 feet tower. That's what I'm well. saying. So who didn't hear that? I mean, I, this is obviously has to be in the woods, because, but they're sawing oh, away yeah. on metal, right? Mm-hmm. In BFE, Alabama. The, the, yeah, there's I mean, had to be some good old boys with some flatbeds that they just stacked them. And, you know. There must have been nobody around, too. This you know is just I mean? to get drug money. Goddamn. Those are some resourceful folks. I mean, you're using your powers for all the wrong reasons, but yeah. 200 feet's huge. Thanks, Lance. <laughs> I'm just trying to put this in perspective in my own. I'm like trying to figure this out. I'm like, there's no way. Thank you. I was struggling with if 200 feet was big or not. Do you know how long 200 feet is? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to throw you down the stairs. Hello, JJO. Hey, it may not be that hard. You think about it, a couple good old boys with plasma cutters, 200 feet is only, what, eight 25-foot sections? Cut those in half, lay them down. That moves pretty quickly. Yeah, I suppose. There you but go. But it's all yeah, metal, you know. It's heavy, right too, isn't it? Yeah, the right yeah, tools it's, are going to help you a lot, for sure. And, it, and I think if it's secluded, that's easy. It's not like trying to take down the tower you guys are on. That thing is monstrous. And you're in the middle of the edge of the city. That's yeah, true because uh, there's not many people out there. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it was uh, maybe, it was maybe we get a Daco series on that or something. Yeah, secluded and they had to have chopped it into sections. But then you're hearing that. I mean, they got to go Unless through. Unless there's nobody around. I mean, it's BF and Alabama. Have a good day, dude. 
Yeah, you're, yeah in, take care, guys. you're in the middle of nowhere. True. But then they have to have something to lift at because it's not going to be even a 25-foot section of a metal Ma- structure is going to be. Manpower. Mm, yeah, you said it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I struggled to remember why we're friends a lot of the time. Somebody's got to keep you in check. A lot. Okay. Oh, my God. Getting you just too, go from bad to worse. You get, you get to... Uh... Okay, so this is Brett Almore. He is in... Oh, yeah, he looks like a radio guy, doesn't he? Followed by two people. Oh, boy. I know. Where is he at? It's Jasper, it looks like. I would like to see... I wonder if I can Google locate where the tower is at. In Jasper, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like a hockey rink. Okay, there's 14,000 people in Jasper, but if it's out here in the boonies, the outlying sections. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That looks like South Park. (laughs) (laughs) You're not lying, dude. What do we got here? What's happening? Hello, JJO. Half that tower probably busted up when it hit the ground. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they never said that if there was any parts remaining. But they, or did they say it was completely gone? They said it was completely gone. Jesus. 200-foot tower was gone. They stole every piece of equipment out of the building, cut the wires to the tower, and somehow managed to down it and take it from the property. Jesus. Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> That's exactly. It's see? kind of impressive. I know. I'm more, I'm, I'm not even mad. <laughs> I'm impressed. Have a good day, dude. Yeah, because I'm looking at a 200-foot radio tower right here. This is ridiculous. Hello, JJO. Yeah, you're talking about how people are tearing down these antennas and stuff for drug money. Yeah. You know, the, right way to, the right way to do it would be actually to hire them to demo. <laughs> there you go. And it would be the ch- it would be the cheapest demo company out there. They would be like, no, we'll just take yeah. all the scrap. And then they can go back with the wood and burn everything to keep themselves warm while they're getting high. Here's the other portion of that. Man, How are you going to get them to actually do it and show up on time? You are a solutions man. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it'd, be, it'd be the cheapest ever. There's no bidding war. It'd be the cheapest company to buy. Yeah. Just like- Get on it, dude. Get on it. We'll LLC by Wednesday. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.